You're now tuned in to this week's episode of our Light the Way and Friends podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to encourage you with hope by sharing everyday real-life stories, interviews with gifted Christian leaders, and some of your favorite Christian artists. We know God has a special plan for your life, and we pray this episode is going to bless you and show you how to fully rely on God. And now, here are your hosts. And welcome to Light the Way and Friends podcast. I am your host, John Wilson, along with my awesome co-host, Donna Lynn, better yet known as Hot Donna. Why do we call you Hot Donna? Because I'm on fire for Jesus, John, oh, that's why. On. Now, we didn't pay her to say that because literally I can see the smoke. I can <laughs> yes. see the smoke. Somebody call 911 because <laughs> I'm on fire for Jesus. We have got an awesome episode planned for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to talk today about what it means to be a leader or call to lead or, or, or the anointed leadership. We're going to get a little bit in depth on, on what that means, and, and uh, uh, hopefully it speaks to somebody. So yeah, stick that. around. We've got a great episode planned for you today. And as always, we would like to open up today's episode with a scripture out of the Bible. I believe, Donna, you've got a scripture. Yes, I have the scripture about leadership and good mm. leaders. Proverbs 16, 10, 11, 12, and 13, actually, John, uh, starts with a good leader motivates, doesn't mislead, and doesn't exploit. God cares about honesty in the workplace. Your business is his business. Good leaders dislike wrongdoing of all kinds. Sound leadership has a moral foundation. And good leaders cultivate honest speech. They love advisors who tell them the truth. Mm. Amen? Amen. So... Obviously, today's subject, uh, we're going to talk about leaders and mm. leadership and and what is a leader and, and are you called to lead? Mm. You know, would you say that um, everybody is called to lead? I believe that leadership is for everyone because every person who accepts Christ is called to influence others. Mm. So leadership, does it it doesn't necessarily mean that you're in charge of something mm -hmm. uh, or mean, well, I mean, it could, but um, it could look in, in different ways, like even being a parent. Right. You know, you being a parent to your children, you're, you're called to lead your kids um, into a godly manner or the world can lead them. Yeah, either you lead them or the, the world's going to lead them. Right. So, I mean, even as a parent, you're called to be a leader. Yes. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about this, um, what it what it means to call to lead. And and I did a little bit of research, and I went back into my notes a, a long time ago. I made these notes in my phone, and, and I just want to read some uh, about four uh, points or five points maybe um, what is what does it mean to be a Christian leader or be in Christian leadership or even uh, even in secular leadership? What does it mean? You know, God places a word in, in spirit, in your spirit. He gives you a word mm -hmm. and he gives you a revelation. Um, then as your life surrounds that revelation, it comes to life within you. 
that revelation releases into the world through your thoughts, words, and actions um, is your godly assignment. But this is a hallmark, a cornerstone of inspirational leadership. And I want to talk about these points. So point number one, first point, you must discover your assignment. Okay. Look inside yourself. What do you know God has said to you? What is your passion? What makes you happy? What makes you angry? What excites you? The answers to these questions will help you know that assignment God has placed within you. Yeah, help you discover your calling. Those are key questions. Um, As a life coach myself, I ask those exact questions to help draw it out of people, to help them discover what it is that God's calling them. Second uh, point I want to say is to effectively fulfill your assignment, you must learn to limit. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good word. That's very hard. Yeah. Um, you can't read everything. You know everything, do everything, and be everything for everyone. Once you understand your assignment, you must focus wholeheartedly on completing that task God has entrusted you with. Uh, leaders often struggle here because they want to do everything and help everyone. True. I'm, Guilty as charged. Absolutely. But we need to focus on what the our unique assignment is in right. that. Does that we all sense? have one, yes. Right. Um, thirdly, to fulfill God's assignment, you need to be willing to self-assess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need yes. to take stock of how well you're serving in the position God has placed you in yeah. right now. Yeah, I got it. Be willing to assess those uh, rights and those wrongs. Uh, what is working, what may not be working. Fourthly, you must be willing to change. Mm-hmm. We just talked about that. <laughs> yeah. If you discover something's not working in your life, you have to change it, obviously. If you discover something needs to be done, you need to do it. Uh, You must listen to the Spirit of God and be willing to change. Effective leadership is always looking to change things and make adjustments to stay focused on their assignment. Uh, Lastly, I want to mention... It it is, it is. Um, And then lastly, and then we can talk a little bit more into these, um, but lastly I wrote down... You need to be willing to make critical choices. You know, if you are not willing to make a hard decision, you're never successfully fulfilling God's assignment. I mean, that's just truth. True. The great news is, is once you make those tough decisions, God fills the void left behind with his grace and provision. So good. His joy in blessing will follow you regardless. When you walk in your godly assignment it's the most yeah the most fulfilling place for christian leadership or any leadership is to be right in the middle of their god-given purpose amen yeah so god has has amazing plans for you you will be amazing at what god will do through you if you allow him to be so discover his assignment make the right choices and and Honestly, you're going to watch your life just soar Yes, as a leader. And not just your life. It's everyone's life that's around you 
because you're doing what God called you to do and you're being an influencer to the people that are around you. Right. And it it overflows and spills onto the others. So what circle, right? Um, Obviously, as the leader of the ministry here, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, moving parts and a lot of quick decisions that need to be made on a daily basis. But um, let's let's bring it down to just the norm, because not everyone's in ministry, right? Not everyone's in a leadership role, or at least have that title. True. Um, but let's break it down to just an everyday walk. Um, how can you be a leader in that environment if you don't have a bad because I, I want to get to the point where it's not to be a leader you don't have to be tagged as right. a leader you don't have to be identified as a leader but what can you do to be a leader mm-hmm. without that identity for that identity to blossom to, yes I, I think um, there's a quote that people can take away your title but no one can take away God's calling on mm-hmm. your life so no matter what he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it and somebody somewhere is depending on you to do what god has called you to do so does everyone i guess does everyone have a calling i mean do they have something that they're supposed to be doing yes and is that their leadership in that assignment everybody has a calling Mm -hmm. um and God says that the it says in his word that the gifts of God are irrevocable, meaning God gives us a gift. Um, actually, before we're born, you mm. know, um, he gives us a gift to some. The word says he gives one gift to some. He gives two to some. He gives several and okay. to much uh, to whom much is given. Much is required is what the word said. And so with those gifts in, in that calling, um, we're required by God to go out and to share that gift. Right. Um, and uh, a lot of us sit on those gifts and we don't do anything. It's the story of uh, the parable of the, the talents, you know. But it, the one who is going to truthfully follow God with everything wants to take his gift and grow it mm. so that he gives it away. That, that's, our, that's the theme. Give right. it away, give it away, give it away. What right. God gave so so loved, He gave His Son. Right. And so when He gives us these gifts, we're to take the gifts and give it away. What does that mean? What does that look like? You know, um, for me, I I have a, a past that involved a lot of pain and hurt. In uh, so I had to go through a healing process, both physically and. A heart um, as far as heart and emotional wounds mm-hmm. and so part of my calling is to help others to heal from uh, emotional heart wounds and and traumatic events in their lives so I give that away because God gave it to me and healed me so I could give it to somebody else in that way so your gift is something different than my gift right how can you take the gift that God's given you give it away to others to help them in some way well and i think a lot of it is um you know us as leaders um it 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 looks different in everybody's life true um you know if if you're let's say you're a cashier at a grocery store Mm -hmm. and and your job is to check people out not like 
physically hey, check them out. But how are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> Not that way. No. Maybe you do do that. Yeah. I don't know. That's between you and God. But right. I'm saying, you know, maybe you just feel like your role there as a check ear, check ear is not really leadership but actually i feel like it is i feel like that you are put in that position uh it's all god's plan how are you going to take that current position Mm -hmm. and lead with it yeah that's good you know how are you going to and when i say lead i'm 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 talking about leading Mm -hmm. in the way of talking about Christ, introducing, because we all have a purpose, and that yes. main purpose yes. is to uh, introduce people to Christ. Yes. But you're in the you're you're at this grocery store, and you're checking out uh, customers, and, and, and you feel like that that's just all you're there for. No, you're there for a much bigger purpose. Salt and light. We're called to be salt and light to the people. Right. To I be thought you were going to say salt and pepper. No, <laughs> that's different. Yeah. I, I met those guys a long time ago. <laughs> Did you? They're awesome people. I love them to death. No, no. Salt and light, the word says that we are called so that what that means is that we're to stand out. Mm. Um, we're to look different than others. We're to be the light. We're to salt um, brings flavor to everything. And it like draws out the the goodness of the taste of something. So we're to give people a taste of what it means to be a follower of Christ and how good it is and and what that um, gift is to us so that we can be a gift to others in that way. And then the light is to, you know, be able to smile. You, right. you have a choice when you're standing behind, you're talking about being cashier, or you could be, right. you know, working the car wash, or you can be, anything. you know, anything. And you have a choice to, to let your light shine. Right. That's what we're called to do. Or you can be, you know, Mr. Grumpy or, you know, right. uh, and, and not um, enjoy and find the joy in what right. you're doing. Well, and, and here's an example that I'm just kind of thinking of. Uh, you know, we talked about the cashier scenario. And going back to that, if, if you're the cashier and you're working and, and you're being negative Nancy or yeah. you're being uh, not what the light you're not being the light that we're called to be that is affecting that person that you're that customer you don't know what that customer is going through right and what i what i think happens is the way you're the the persona that you put out there Mm -hmm. as negative nancy is going to that customer and then that customer is going home or going to the next stop. Yes. And they're giving that out to it's it's that's how the enemy it's gets in there. Absolutely. It's contagious. Yeah. Our our um, everything that we do, how we represent is contagious, but we want to be contagious for Christ. Right. Right. You well, and the, it's important to understand that um, you you constantly have to be the light. Uh regardless of your current situation yes you know especially as christians you know we get we get known for being i was at a restaurant once and um well i think we yeah we we were were all all together yeah and and i remember the waiter said that you know he kind of cringed a little bit when he knew we were christians and we were coming to eat oh you're a bunch of christians right and we were like what does that mean and Christians are unfortunately are being recognized as crude and rude people. Yeah. I had a conversation in a meeting earlier today with a with a young lady that uh, says that you know she gets more tough 
criticism and hardship from Christians than non-Christians. It's like, how, what do we need to do to flip that? What yeah. do we need to do to for people to get the idea that we're the light? Yes. And we're being looked at, and not only through man's eyes, but we're being looked at through God's eyes. Yes. So wh- how, do we, how do we flip that? What can we do to flip that? Yeah. We, well, we're called to be ambassadors for Christ. It's a big word. It is. Ambassadors for Christ, meaning, here, I'll break it down for you, John represent (laughs) i understand that okay so that's what we're called to do called to represent and so are we doing our best to represent king jesus Mm. are we doing our best to represent what it means to be a follower of christ are we uh out there and are we being encouraging are we um being helpful to people are we just speaking life to people um, it, that's an easy thing to do, but often we get so into our own stuff um, that we're not representing like we should. Mm. And so, what's what's an easier way? What what is a way? I don't know if it's easier or not, but what is a good tool that someone who is struggling to be that life? They be, mm. they're a believer, they love the Lord, but in their own situation, they're dealing with so much waves and winds and storms in their own life it's just so hard for them to be a light for someone else what can they do that will shift that thinking and help them be the light well i you're going to get out what you put in Hmm. so i'm going to ask the people what are you listening to what are you looking at what are you filling up on Mm -hmm. that's what you're going to get out of the person Mm. um you know there's a saying about um you know i want to be so filled up with uh you know the joy of the lord and to be so filled up with the uh, power of god that if uh, i get into a situation where i get bumped uh in life that what's going to come out of me is going to be Jesus. What's right. going to spill out of me is going to be Jesus. No matter how much we get squeezed or pressed or crushed, you know, um, we're going to bleed out joy. We're going to bleed right. out goodness. We're going to, you know, that's it's what are you filling up on? I mean, what are you reading? You can't be all say you're all in for God, right? And you're reading, uh, you know, some kind of um, science fiction uh horror books or or movies like that life yes yes Mm -hmm. if you are filling up on that stuff when trials and tribulations come that's what's going to come out is you're going to be filled with fear Mm -hmm. and anxiety right you're not going to have peace you're not going to have joy Uh, what are you listening to are you are you hat do you have one foot in the world and one foot in with christ no you have to be all in so the way to uh prepare or the way to fight through your own situations in your own personal life to be a light for others regardless of the season that you're you may be in is to uh continue feeding yourself of the word of god being in that environment being in that atmosphere of uh, always being opening to to god's uh, word and and things you know one of the things i keep thinking of too is um you know another scenario uh, 
and I don't know why I'm using the cashier thing. It just keeps coming to my mind. But say you're a cashier in a store and you're fighting your own personal battle, mm-hmm. and your customers coming up, they're fighting a battle that's probably nowhere near the battle that you're fighting. It's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're thinking of suicide, or maybe they're hurting, and the only time that they get to be around somebody is when they're going to get milk or when they're going to get bread or eggs or whatever and that's their moment where they get a little hope and they come across you yeah it's my favorite situation you who are in doubt or you who are is is hurting and you're not being that light yeah you don't know you don't want that you want to be yes you know God sends people in our path, and then he uses us to go in somebody else's path. Right. And while, if, if you know me, you know Walmart's one of my favorite places. A plug out here for Walmart. It's one of my favorite places to go and <laughs> they minister. They are not a paid sponsor. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but we would love you to be. Yes. Um, but it's one of my favorite places to go and minister to people and to um, be, you know, they call me the hope dealer. I, the, I excuse me, the what? Hope dealer oh, oh my, my drug past was starting to come up i'm like i'm starting to shake over no, here in my chair. we are we're all supposed to be hope dealers right. you know right. i, I want to be able to give out that hope so i love to just go meander down the aisles of walmart and go to maybe someone who's waiting on me or go to someone i see in in an aisle and the lord just directs me in their path and i'll just go up to them and say hey how are you doing today mm. you look like you're having a hard day and and um, can I pray for you? And so you do this to random strangers? Random strangers. And I have stories after stories I could just share with you about oh, wow. how God um, just changes. What happens is it's a shift in the atmosphere. Mm. The people will turn and say, oh, my gosh, you have no idea. I'm at my lowest point or I've given up and I just didn't know what to do. And I was crying out to God that I needed a word. I needed to hear something. I needed to hear from God. And I will pray with these people or I'll just encourage them say, hey, you know what? I I like your uh, blouse today or I I like um, you look real pretty today or something. And it just will change the look on their face and they'll smile. And and I can tell when that's that's what to, to be is be aware. Mm. and be aware and look for opportunities and I can see somebody who's down downcast right and those are the ones that I'm drawn to to go because that's the ones that Jesus was drawn to right so you do this regardless what your own personal circumstances are exactly and it's so important to remember that um, you you have to lay your own self down that's true and uh, and if you think about this I think about this too sometimes what God will do in your life when you're willing to lay your own circumstance down to help somebody else yeah it's the best feeling to know that um god would use you and i'm so humbled by that every single time but that god would use you in a way that you can be that salt and light and shift the atmosphere change the direction of somebody's thought pattern and uh for the day um we're called to be like um uh, what is the there, there's a, a saying about thermostat you know this thermostat are we a thermostat when we go in the room where you know you can turn it up or turn it down and change the atmosphere literally mm-hmm. 
And so that's what I want to be. I want to be that thermostat right. for Jesus where um, when I come in, people see the light in right. me. Right. And so that um, they're drawn to that light, right. just like a moth is drawn to the flame. People should be drawn to us. And as leaders, we are called to a higher standard to the people that we're shepherding to be able to uh, whatever is coming out of us is going to spill onto them. Right. And so we want to be able to be that representative, that ambassador of Christ. I'm thinking of, you know, it's a choice mm. how we act in a situation of what is going on, no matter how bad it is around us. It's a choice. Right. Um, do you know who the, Nick Wojcicz is? I know that's a hard name for you to I, pronounce. Don't go there it. with that, okay? Don't make me do it again. I, I guess I don't. No. Okay, he's an Australian Christian evangelist. He is filled up with the most joy, the most salt and light. Mm. And you know what's different about Nick? Mm. He has no limbs. He was born with no arms and no legs. Oh, wow. And he has overcome obstacles that you and I can't even imagine. Right. But he goes out and shares the love of Christ everywhere around the world. And his oh, wow. attitude is an attitude of gratitude. And it's contagious. Mm. And um, he is a motivational speaker and an evangelist. And, I mean, if he can have a smile on his face and go and encourage others, what is wrong with the rest of us? Oh, so true. And as leaders... We're so called true. to be greater, always. Wow, that's just so true. You know, our ministry, Light the Way Ministry. You know, we we're known for our uh, music events and our and our and our festival that we have in July. And uh, you know, we are called more than just that. You know, we yes. we are called to minister to each person every day that we encounter. You know, and and. And I try to stay tuned in to what the Holy Spirit always says and, and, and has me to do. And that may look like being at a restaurant uh, for a lunch meeting. And I may hear the Holy Spirit tell me or uh, speak something to me about the waitress or waiter. And, mm -hmm. and, and that is, that's being a leader. Yes. That's your... Well, your, you're taking the lead is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because the leader, yes. the Lord, is giving you the word, and it's up to you whether you your take choice. that lead yes. and, and, and witness to that person. Because, again, you don't know what they're doing. You don't no. know what they're fighting. No. Um, so, you know, we, we're known for our ministries, but we're also, you know, it's not about our concerts. It's we're consistently, daily, trying to be a leader and, and, and lead and, and follow what God has for us because we don't know who we're going to deal with yes. and who we're going to be encountered with each day. Yes. And, and it's, it's a struggle. I'm not going to lie. There's, there's some days that you just want to give up and, and you're fighting a battle and you just don't feel like... Being the salt and light. <laughs> being the salt and light. Yeah. But um, you've got to remember that God is... His grace has been... is so much greater than what we can offer and he's given that to you mm -hmm. yes and we just got to give it back you know we just got to give it back so um, I think it's important to understand that you don't have to be uh, in a leadership capacity or be a manager or an owner of a fortune 500 or or 
or um, anything like that to feel like that you're called to lead. It, it, you're called to lead people in to Christ. A- Amen. We are totally called to lead people to Christ. That that's what it's about. And I think it's also important that you know Jesus came not to be served but to serve right so leadership is about being a servant first Mm. so if we lead by example are we being a good servant are people looking at us yes they are um mother Teresa said once that um we may be the only bible that people read there are some people that have never read the bible and they're looking at us and how we're acting and what we're doing and that is the only bible they have ever read and maybe will ever read so what are you putting out there wow that's so good you know our time is coming to an end in this podcast and i want to leave on that note um, and just remember that maybe you're listening and and this podcast inspired you or you you don't quite understand the God that we're talking about and and you don't know which way to go mm-hmm. and or or maybe you do understand and you have the Lord in your heart and but you don't know if you're called to lead or how to do it or how to be that light for others you know we want to pray for you John I want to share something with you that I read earlier it says leaders don't force people to follow they invite them on a journey Mm. Leaders don't force people to follow. They invite them on a journey. And that's what we're called to do. So um, I would like to say a prayer, and I'd like to invite people that are out there that are listening to this podcast. I want to invite you on a journey. Absolutely. It's an amazing journey um, to follow Jesus. And once you make that choice and decision to go on the Jesus journey, your life will be changed forever absolutely and you you will experience the joy and the peace that you've heard us talking about uh it's a joy unspeakable Mm. and um so let's just pray about that absolutely okay father we just uh pray right now we just come before you and we we speak to the people that are out there that are listening to this podcast and if there is someone out there that doesn't know you we want to invite you on the Jesus journey, the best journey of all time. And so, um, Lord, we ask that you just uh, minister to their hearts right now, that um, you speak to them in a way that they've never um, felt or heard before, and that uh, right now, Lord, that you are um, tangible in the room that they're at and they can feel your presence. And Lord, I just ask you to prepare their hearts if they've never received you before as their savior they will make that decision to go on the jesus journey and lord we thank you ahead of time for what it is that you're doing in their lives we thank you for being you and helping us to be better leaders and being better ambassadors for you in jesus name 
Amen. Amen. Well, I want to encourage you, uh, if you've uh, been touched by this story and you want to reach out to us, you can by doing so uh, through our website at lightthewayministry.com. Scroll midway down our front page there, and there is a button that says, I just got saved. If, you, if, you want, if, you, if you've asked the Lord into your heart and you were part of this prayer and you believe what we're doing and, and talking about, click on that button, fill out the form. It comes directly to us, and we want to be able to reach out to you. We will call you, email you back. We will do what we can to reach out to you and just let you know that you are loved, and we are always here to help you and and get you planted into other amazing organizations that we've partnered with to walk you along this journey. Yes, amen. Uh, We want to remind you of our festival that is coming up in a matter of months. Oh, boy. (laughs) July 17th and 18th, Light the Way Music Festival in Rogersville. Missouri. That also is on our website. And we want to encourage you to uh, follow us on our social media pages on Facebook, Light the Way Ministry, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. We're on them all. Woo! We get around, don't <laughs> we? We, now. we do get around. So be sure and check us out on that. And as always, whatever you are faced with, Jesus will be there to light the way. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Light the Way and Friends podcast. Make sure to subscribe today and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Light the Way Ministry. Be sure to tune in next week for more inspiring conversations that bring hope and light so you can live a better life. And as always, regardless of whatever you're faced with today, Jesus is always there with you to light the way.